0: Yo. Yo, yo, yo. Missing you good? I'm good, bro. Nigga, no, I do. What are you telling me?
1: Daya, you know, not going to finish work. Popped out to do some errands. <clears throat> and I'm Daya, about to, to, to heat up on the podcast. What about you?
0: Literally just pretty chilly, man. Literally was out today. This morning, really, this morning. Sorting things out. I had to go for a little place and that and then um obviously like, early in the morning really and then come back and then obviously I had some things to sort out. So we're doing that really, but then um it been like chilling in the afternoon bro, So one one of them days, isn't it man? We had to sort out like legal stuff and that, you know what I mean? Mm, mm.
1: Cool. Cool, cool. We've We got it all sorted out now, yeah?
0: Yeah, everything's sorted now, man. Actually, we're sorted now. So had to make some phone calls, get things done. Um like just you know, everyone's like you have to just but you have to just pay for bare things. Absolutely. One of them days, you Yeah, you see the figures just drop, drop, drop from your account. Oh my god. Well it's you know it has to be done, but I was a bit like oh. long. Yeah, it was a bit annoying still. But yeah man, that's it, that's it, That's all I had to do today, man. Um, um it's not been too bad, but yeah man. Can't complain. Can't that, can't complain, you know.
1: Well, you know, this is it isn't it some people are worse off in life. Well here spending the cash, you know, I'm livid.
0: Oh I don't
1: <laughs> Out
0: here spending the money, so <laughs> right. I'll send you the invoice later, mate. Don't, don't that <laughs> do, not, do me like that, so you're not like that, man. But, um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna get if you need to come on soon, you know. Um, maybe in the, in the next episode, but the one after, um, there's one girl, uh, called Leah, yeah. Um, she listened to an episode in it, mm. um, one guest with David yesterday, but she listened to it today, yeah. Um, from David, and she was probably like, yo. Combo was really good and whatnot, and um, she really liked it.
1: Mm.
0: And then, obviously, like, I spoke to her a few times before, and she has got some like sick views in it on certain things. Like, she's got like, bro, she's got legit like views from like, it's mad. So, I thought, like, oh, you know what, it'd be good to have like a um, <clears throat> a friend of the show every now and then, mm. but like, we have someone on just to chat with us anyway. You get me? Okay, yeah, like, uh, you know, what I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, me and you was carry on doing our thing anyway, yeah. but every now and then, like, yo, you want to come, come chat. Yeah, Absolutely. come, come, come on, that kind of feeling, and come from there because she's lit well, still. Yeah, I feel
1: like I feel like there's a couple of topics that I want to do. And yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the way you have described that, she's gonna be the person to. Yeah. To, to, to really get into the nitty gritty on
0: the topics. Oh yeah, yeah. I, will, right? I
1: love a good conversation. Now you know.
0: Now, fam, telling you, bro. Telling you, telling Tellin you, man, telling you, bro. A good
1: right. Conversation. I feel like over. Like this, this whole pandemic period, I feel like, you know, with the the launch of like Clubhouse and all, the, and people, a lot of people are now doing like podcasts, pod, pod, podcast, podcast mm-hmm. and like people are becoming more conversationalist. No, but absolutely. And you can really sit down. I love to sit down and have a good, articulate conversation with someone. No, hundred percent. Love it.
0: I hear that, fam. Because that's what I'm. I feel the same, bro, because like I tried to thingy today, though I can't remember his name now, fam. Um. You don't know your, your main man, fam? Who? Um, oh, I can't remember the Instagram name now, you know. My main man? Your, your Yeah, man. Um, Tor. Oh, Marcus. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shanton Marcus is saying it like, um, on Insta. Yeah. And look, bro, we were just chatting, like, and I thought this Even my man, fam, I thought man has got a whole good conversation still.
1: Oh, he's sick, you know. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah,
0: yeah. He, he yeah. has a conversation still, he's got a fair okay. life experience as well. Yeah, yeah, bro, enough experience getting because I was reaching out because I was out and I was saying to him what I was doing, in it. and he was, like, Oh, yeah, I hear that I'm Like, then telling me, like, obviously, what he had done before, he get me in the same situation, and I was like, Oh, yeah. okay, okay, yeah, literally. I remember
1: when I first met him, I was like, This is Ruben, Pardon? I first remember when I first met was like this is actually Ruben. No,
0: yeah, yeah, you know what? I'm not surprised you'd say that.
1: Yeah, I'm like this is actually Ruben. We also like personality, just chill, you know, not in anybody's business, just, just, just calm and
0: doing his own thing. From
1: doing his own thing, graphing, making it work despite what yeah, was, like his, the cars like that. And I was like, yeah,
0: hundred percent uh, fan. But yeah, man. So there's certain conversations about, have man like you know what I mean? Like mm. it's good conversations. To People like that like obviously say Marcus and obviously like like Leah. They're very good with conversations you're me. Mm. Like so I said, I said to Leah, man, jump on the show sometime, And she was like, Hundred percent. Like I'm here for it. And I was like, yeah, that's calm man, man. So she's definitely trying to trying to get involved, man, on a few episodes and whatnot. She already told me what she was happy to talk about as well. And I was like, Really? It's one of the conversations I was like, Yeah, but that's like defo, but have to get you on that Because 'cause I'd just be too funny, man.
1: What 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 can we describe what she wants
0: to say? One conversation I talked about which was about dating and stuff like that. Okay this day and age kind mm, of thing mm. compared to back in the day like yeah, yeah, so you know yeah. how we, we grew up in school and stuff like that mm. and you date someone was different compared to like say now mm. um because now you've got things in place like instagram snapchat and all this you get me um and we were just talking about like before we chat about it like probably last week about you know some people like you got girls who are addicted to instagram and whatnot mm. like she was, like, saying, oh, don't you find it, like, you know, like, mad or what, and I was just talking about that, you get me? Mm. Okay, well, and guys as well, like, because obviously, you know how guys, like, will never ask a girl these days, like, oh, be my girl and that. Like, mm. They'll be talking about that, you get me? They mm. just, like, they just assume that you know it, like, they just assume mm. that, like, oh, yeah, man, like, I've been seeing you for, like, a month. You must know what it is now, you get me? But sometimes, like, I I always say, like, I'd probably ask someone, you get me, like. And that's me now. Mm. Like, would I ask someone in this day and age rather be my girl than rather, than rather let her just assume she is. You know what I mean? Mm,
1: mm, mm. I hear that. But do you think that the 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 us, you know our generation growing up now they are? I feel like they're just a little bit more um, focused on the bag.
0: What? And what?
1: Um... Just like they they're very very focused on you know career you know becoming an entrepreneur grafting and it's the case yeah they may have someone like the chat to um you know you know and do a thing with the side but ultimately it's like now nah, i need to secure this
0: i need to secure this because yes i'm like that myself to be fair yeah. like, i can't i can't give my all to somebody unless i'm in my bag you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. like i can't give my all to somebody unless i'm in my own bag personally so even myself like if i'm seeing somebody like i'll be honest with you but they're not gonna get Probably what 100% what they want mm. out of out of me because I'm my head's always going to be like property wise. Let me secure the bag. Let me secure the bag. Mm. Oh babe, can we go for food? Oh not tonight. I'm right back in. Whatever. Like you know what I mean? Mm, absolutely. And that's why some man now could be like you know a lot older mm. than us mm. and still be single in that because they just love p, fam. Mm. You get me? And like they'd rather just make bare money in that. Okay. You know what I mean? For everyone, is different. Some man love that. You get me? But I'm not trying to be that guy that's. Getting bare girl and having no money, you know that's dead.
1: Yeah, I just don't think it's that's
0: dead. Like literally, I'm like, you know what I mean? When you can't pay, you So obviously, I'm just like, nah. Some like... members will, will generally be happy to just lick bare things and have no work ethic. You get me? That that I don't understand. But you should have Also, what makes you happy, bro? But... Yeah, don't
1: worry. I feel like um to 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 hold down a home and to hold down again I feel at ultimate, you need to, you need to show, you need to show something of yourself. feel so like, for me personally, I know for you, for Destiny, I think our, our motto is just like self-improvement, no matter, I could feel like, or people could think that we're on a hundred, but there's still another hundred to go in, in yeah, in our yeah. So For me, it's like self-improvement, every time. I feel like of course. I'm hitting the glass ceiling need to break the glass ceiling and I hit the sky so I feel like no. but I, I generally feel like our generation not, they that they they like the idea of the wife and the, the baby you know what we see and yep. social media but ultimately when it really comes down to it when you put pen to paper, it's like I'm really on my grind. I feel like our parents' generation yeah. is very like married young, had babies, man and mm. work, we couldn't protect stay at home, or women enough a full side job. Really weird. I feel like now it's just the work. and a lot of girls are getting the bag now. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of girls are getting their bags like the are entrepreneurial business,
0: and like, I feel like that's feel what you like, want awesome. though, fam, like, like for me personally, I'd rather have a girl that is getting a bag than that that like, have a girl like that to take care of. Like last lockdown, I probably thought like, yeah, you know what, I don't mind. Doing this for a girl and like I can work mm. and she can be like a, a home and do it to once kind of thing and know she doesn't want to work she doesn't have to. Now I'm like, bro, if you not, if you wanna be me, fam, you gotta bring something at the table for I'm not doing fuck, I'm not your dad, you know. You mm. know, the ones there like, fam, yeah, you gotta do something, bro. Because mm. I'm not just having been of any any worthless team, bro. But I'll be honest with you, fam. Like, there's certain skills and qualities, like, bro. At the end of the day, this is how I see it. Mm. Everyone is entitled to like and Think and you know, be happy with what they deserve. Yeah. You get me if I think I deserve someone, time that works has a certain amount of it's not saying of money and that, but like just has ambition and work ethic. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm not gonna yeah. set off the less, pee, you can know say, like, because I know a girl wouldn't do that. You know, what I mean, a girl wouldn't do that, set off the lesson. This less, man's got pee. You know, what I'm trying to say, like, no, like, don't get me wrong, and that's fine because like he he wants a, a broke man, like, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, like, my grandma would say, like, and my mom would be like, you know. A broke man is like a broke hand fam, you, you can't do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So mum always tell me, like, make sure you got money and that, like, for rainy days and whatnot, you get me. So well, like, it's raining today, but we're we'll gonna go get some bullets, I One's there, <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, like, but yeah, generally I I fan, like, like, my Like be like save money for a rainy day and that's why I'm not I wouldn't say I'm stingy, but I'm a bit like, yo, if don't, I don't I don't I hate spending money now. No, I hate that. Hate and, it bro. And I
1: feel like I feel like it's important that people live within their means. Oh my and god. Do, I about it. I feel like, especially for us again, I'm not to speak for us because I, I know me and I know you. I feel like we live within our means. So when people yeah, sell certain things and, and nice clothes and they're rare, we're, we're not living outside our means. I'm not renting garments. You get me? I'm Bro. not like,
0: Could you imagine? I'm I'm not just like, like, if so if I'm I'm you rent a
1: garment,
0: I'll slap you. Do you know what I mean? I'll slap you. You know, If you rented garments, i actually would. I'm just not doing I'm it. Furious. I'm
1: not doing it at all. And if I just think it's. I think. The important thing for people to know is that a lot of people. I, I personally, and, and I know real person like here into government, I mean, you know, we work. Even like you know when you are buying your nice Balenciagas and you know your lubes and that. I, I personally save for it. I don't wake up in the morning, get paid on, the, on, a, on a Friday, last day of the month, and spend a grand on lubes. Like I was save probably like a hundred pound or fifty pound a month or whatever it is to get exactly. them. So people are like Ah, oh, you got money? No, 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 no. I know how to manage money. That's all exactly this is. nothing to do with. It. I've got pure much. I could be getting a grand a month. I'm not. I'm getting a bit more than that. But I'm saying I could be getting a grand a month. Um, yeah. And I would still have my pair loops on the basis that I know how to manage my money accurately. Exactly. And I live within my means.
0: People often loose. assume that because you, if you don't post it, you don't have it. Yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, like, in my opinion, I feel like that is a mad mentality to have. Like, it's a it's a nuts mentality to have. fam. it's a nuts mentality, boy. You getting me? So I just feel like you know what, you gotta do me you happy, like. I used to think back a day like, oh, you know what, bro? Like, man shouldn't buy this if he hasn't got this or hasn't got that. Mm-hmm. Now I think, you know but if you want to buy something bro, and you can actually afford it and it's not going to broke your pocket, mm-hmm. okay? so whatever you want to do, just, just do what you want to do because naturally you only live once, fam. Like. And like David said the other day, bro, like, you live one life and you got to be calculated, fam, and you've got to secure your own happiness. Your happiness doesn't, like, it doesn't, it's not in anyone else's responsibility, you get me? So I feel like if you, I want to buy, like, say, anything I want, that's going to make me smile, fam. I'm going to do it bro you get me I'm not actually going to do it but obviously I just wouldn't do it in a way where I've put myself in a re- like, I'm not going to buy something that costs like like two grand and then leave myself with like £400 for the rest of the month you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say like and not save anything it wouldn't make any yeah. sense you know what I'm trying to say so I'll do it tactically but if I want something I'm going to get it bro and no one can ever make me feel like a type of way for getting anything I want to get bro mm-hmm. or having certain standards about dating and that like it's there's certain things you don't like and you do that that's the you problem, you know what I mean? Because if I tell you about it and you carry on doing it, that's on you. Exactly. So in my head, I just feel like a lot of times, like people are, like, I tweeted it the other day, fam, saying we're not really that, we're not kind to ourselves, you know, because as a people, like, we're not kind to ourselves, man. We let things slide or put ourselves through situations that are going to make us paranoid or unhappy and that, or because we think, oh, yeah, yeah, this person's cool or they're changing. It's like, it's not really the case, I'm like, some people are just set like that, you get me? So then you can't, we shouldn't be dealing with people that are set in their ways because you can chat to somebody 50 times, man, like, and they're still going to be the same, you get me? And you're going to probably think now, is, is it me? Am I the problem? You get me? like. But no, if you've got standards, you got standards, fam, that, that you adhere to. But you shouldn't drop those for anybody, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, but we do, and that's why I say we're not kind to ourselves because people will genuinely be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, like I just, I just, i maybe I'm being immature or forget about it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I've seen it before. Like, I've, I've done it as well. Where I think, mm-hmm. I look back and I think, bro, I wasn't even asking for that much. You know, them mm-hmm. ones, it mm-hmm. what I'm asking for is very minor, very minor. So a lot of times I just feel like, you know what I mean? Like, you just got security and happiness, man, because people are just, people are dickheads, bro. So I'll, be straight, I'll be straight with you. Talking to dickheads, Sam. Um, that someone made a post on Instagram. Insta. Yeah. <laughs> About man, obviously. How did you resolve that, fam? Huh? What did you do?
1: Um, I, I we resolved. I think we. I think you know the situation was resolved.
0: Was it? Did you speak to me? Yeah. Them? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think at the end of the day, you know, because I thought to myself, I wonder what Ryan said to this person because I know you, you rang a couple of times, but nothing happened, no response, and I thought, nah, was it for Batman though? Was well? like was, was we're gonna,
1: gonna have to have a conversation about that after here, mate. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. okay. It's, it's not, it's not, yeah. it's not even as as bad. But we definitely, it's definitely one for for up here. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. Exc- exclusive ones. That is, if you want to hear that conversation, guys, you have to pay. That is, that's gonna be fifteen pound <laughs> a pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool.
0: Fifteen pound. £50 a pop. 50 tops, uh, subscription. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's how it is. But yeah, mm. today, um, we still got we've, we're still in the series of learn. So we're you know we're getting. Um, people are on to talk about different um topics within you know professional industries. Um, so today we've got a young man, by the name of Tafara, he's a teacher. Um, so we're gonna get him on. So i just waiting for um our boy Ruben to to to, to send the link, and then we can we can get him on and really talk through the education system. And you know,
0: I gonna send it to him because I haven't even got yeah. His send it to
1: me, and then I'll I'll forward it him. Oh, cool. Yeah, so t- today we're going to talk about with because you're man know, the education system, what it's like to work in as a, as a teacher. You know, how what's it like to you know work as a teacher in lockdown? Because as you know, they they obviously essential workers. They have been one of uh, many workers who have been working throughout lockdown. Um, and yeah, so they've been one of the many workers who've been working throughout lockdown. So we're going to get some more information. Of my boy, just dissect the industry. Talk about maybe racism as well, as you know, the, the mega market situation. So that's something that every person going to talk about. We're going to talk about that, um, and we're going to get this pop in as soon as you know he joins the call, cool my G. So I think that's that, that that's the segment this week. So yeah, um, get your pen and papers ready, mm-hmm. and really delve deep into. this. So just waiting for my G to join. I need to talk to, 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 to the dentist as soon as this pandemic is over because I've been yamming too much sweet, you know.
0: You've yeah. <laughs> been eating in enough.
1: Packs of high balls each day.
0: Man said, be you know.
1: Mine's Yo, Varai.
0: What's going on?
1: I'm good, bro. How you saying?
0: Blessed,
2: man. Just home chilling.
1: Yeah. My G. Good, yeah, huh? man. Blessed.
2: What are you saying?
0: Bro, just chilling, man. One of them days,
2: long day. Bro. bro, that's that
0: Friday Eve feeling. Yes, precisely, <laughs> precisely. Your mic,
1: your mic is giving me really clear, clear sparkles like studio, like edit, like, like logic on the Mac.
0: I'm Not paid. even.
1: <laughs> I'm hearing bad, nice treble I'm coming from my headphones at the moment. Damn. I'm thinking mine sounds crackling.
2: Oh God! Shout out Sherry for these headphones. That's all I know.
1: Come on, Sherry. <laughs> yeah so today as you know this segment farah is just we 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 just talk to different professionals within a variety of different industries and what we want to do is educate um our guests educate our listeners on particular industries um there's one thing you know us talking about the education system as this particular topic is, is based on for someone who's actually working in it, worked in it for, for some time, worked in different various roles. Um, we mm. thought it'd be, it'd be only right to get someone who is a professional in the industry, really dissect it, talk about it, um, and we'll take it from there. Is that cool, bro?
2: Yeah, I hear that. That's cool..: cool, cool, cool. Come on.
1: So yeah, introduce yourself, let the, the, let the guys know what you know what you do, who you are, um, etc. We'll, we'll take it from there
2: so boom what 's going on guys
1: <laughs> now,
2: <laughs> now what 's going on everyone i 'm tafari I am a secondary school teacher i've been doing but um, i have been teaching in secondary school for two years but before then I was in primary schools um in pupil referral units um and mainly working with you know um children from as they like to say, disadvantaged backgrounds. Okay. Um, but I just say who have lived life um mm-hmm. earlier than we would expect. They're
1: right?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Definitely. Um, and so yeah, that that's that's really me in terms of you know being a professional. Um, outside of that, I'm just I'm just a, a husband, a brother, a friend. Um, you know th- those things that you would expect anybody else to be really. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
1: Of and talk to <clears> me. <throat> what made you want to become a teacher or at least work within work with children so what, what was the the motivation to start that
2: you know what's mad i was just talking to my um my therapist about this year and i was saying okay. that i just dropped i just dropped into you know the teaching profession because yo know, what i wanted to really do is i wanted to go to drama school in um in london with my brethren, but then you know that didn't happen and so i spent you know, years and years and years trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. Um, and so I've had more than twenty eight jobs, which sounds crazy. Wow! wow. <laughs> but that—that wow. that was me trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do. Um, yeah. and I just remember one time I was at the last job that I had. I was at um a children's home, and I was like, "This, this is intense." Mm. Um, and so I came across this agency, and then she um was like, "Oh, I got work for you in a school. Um, tutus. I'm in the school." And I was there for, like, two and a half years or something like that. And then I was mm-hmm. like, I need to, you know, level up. And so I did my teaching degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am now. No, 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 no. Good so
1: you would say you kind of fell upon the, the, the teaching aspect of it rather than because you was working in children's homes, so that was kind of, and working with kids, but the teaching side of it was, was that connection, I'm assuming.
2: Yeah, that was that was never the plan. Um, because I always thought, yo, I, I like working throughout my jobs. I was always, I've always working with people, with young people, um, mm-hmm. and I, and I really enjoyed it. And then so my love for um the arts never went away. So I was like, how can I combine the two? And so becoming a teacher, a drama teacher at that was like, this is the perfect job.
1: No, no, no that 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 makes that make perfect sense. So obviously you're a drama. So, so talk to me. Um, so obviously you you teach drama. Um, and what what's your class size? So is it because I remember when I was growing up, I think it was about thirty thirty five in the class of beer people in one class. Why is it same like the same now?
2: Yes, if not worse. <laughs> I think my sm- my smallest class is maybe twelve, and like okay. the okay. biggest class is maybe like twenty five plus. Nice. Mm.
1: Mad. Teach, I'm assuming you teach from like year seven to year eleven. Yeah,
2: seven to thirteen. So college, um, six formers as well.
1: Oh, you sixth formers? Yeah, yeah. Mad. I remember I, remember. I wanted to do drama. You know, let's go <laughs> around. You should go drama school. I went to drama school for a little bit, but then just you know, not really consistent in in loads of things. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> drama, back, back, back in the day,
2: it happens. And
1: what is it like teaching drama? now in this day, i remember when i was growing up again you know drama was it's like the thing everybody wanted to do drama it was like it was like sick to do so is, is that the same is it the same vibe now or kids you know um receptive to it. talk to talk to me about that
2: now you know um a lot of them are super self-conscious so they don't they either don't want to read out loud or they don't want to like take part in um, any practical lessons and i think it's because of the fear of you know how they're going to be perceived or are they going to be laughed at or you know are people going to respect um you know mm. what they're showing them um mm. and so really you, you see because in year nine in year eight they pick their options so year nine it's they do it um because they've chosen to do it Yeah. so right up from year nine maybe to year year, year nine to year 13 that they're, they're super comfortable and you know, there's gonna be there's little ones and twos where um they they, they get shy or whatever. But mm. those are ironed out when they when they see that everybody is there for the same purpose. You get me? Um, but yeah, eight year seven and year eight. They're super conscious. Mm. Um, and they're like, yo, I don't wanna, I don't even wanna blink in here in case somebody's gonna laugh at me.
1: No, I hear that? No, I hear that? And 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 when they are when they are like that, how would you as a teacher? combat that
2: that that behavior i always make it a point i always make it a point to say yo this in here is a safe space Mm. you get me and so whatever we do Mm. um you know we're gonna we're gonna respect what everybody else is doing we're gonna um you know support them Mm. because we're all in here to do the same thing and so i make it a point to say yo we're gonna do we're gonna give um feedback and we're gonna say what went well first Mm. and we're gonna do even what could they improve you get me um and so that's to say yo first we want to lift them up and say yo what you did here was was amazing and i really and i really enjoyed it but also even before then just Clapping after their performances, you know, because you know when you're doing something and somebody's cheering you and you get gassed, you get me. Yeah, and so just kind of giving them that, but I always make it a point to say, "Yo, this is a safe space. Nobody's going to be laughed at. If they are laughed at, then you know we're gonna deal with that accordingly." But that that's not what we're doing in my class. Yeah, that's fair. That's
1: fair. That's fair. And and for like you, like obviously you, you teach GCSE and A levels. I remember when I did GCSE drama, I think we did Blood Brothers. What, yeah yeah. What, what what are you guys doing now? What what is it that you, you, you teach now? Yeah,
2: we do we do Blood Brothers with year eight. Oh man. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, man. We still do it in year eight. They they love it. They love the um thing about you know the the um what is it the controversy about two brothers not knowing each other but yeah. then becoming bridges and then you know the killing and that
1: yeah.
2: they love it um but we do we do loads of wow. stuff my my um department is mad flexible so yeah. we we kind of get to decide what it is that we want to teach as long as we're teaching them the foundation of things that we're supposed to we can kind of use any topic so say for instance year 8 hey, we do um we do when they see us We do, yeah, 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 bro. I was like, yo, if we're doing if we're doing verbatim theatre, we need to, you know, hit them with some real life. But you know, about real life Mm. issues, you get me? Of course. And they love it. They love it. The discussions that we have Mm -hmm. are are mad. And I'm like, I can't believe that you guys are like even able to articulate yourself so well. Mm. So I I love it. Yeah. But yeah, we do. Um, when they see us, we do Mm -hmm. blood brothers, and then we start looking at like practitioners and different sort of plays. Um, and like year seven, we just teach them like the basics of, you know, like mime, um, you know, trestle and all those things, like melodrama. Yeah, It's not until like you hit year nine and above, that's when we really start to dive into like the real deep plays. Um, like, okay. so we're looking at um, one play called the Caucasian Chalk Circle, yeah? And it's literally about this poor lady who finds a baby in like this war zone and looks after the baby. But the baby turns out to be um, that of somebody who is actually super wealthy, who has just left their baby. Mm. So mm. Mad. It's mad. So mad.
1: And you mentioned you mentioned something just for listeners, verbatim the theatre. what talk, talk, what what's what's that mean?
2: So it's like um, so verbatim theatre, you know when some somebody says, Oh, tell me what they said word for word. So it's like okay. that. It's like um it's it's a okay. it's a play that has been created from real life so say like boom now we're having this interview somebody could be listening in and be like oh i'm going to make a play from that and use the exact words that we've um that we've said uh okay. you know use the exact setting and all those types of things so it's really to bring it's usually it's really to bring a voice to the voiceless mm, you
0: know i love i
1: love it yeah you get you get the emotion so so that, that makes sense when you were speaking about when they sealed and having to do verbatim theatre with that using the same words. Yeah, that yeah. That they that they said that would have said. No, that's mad. That's that's actually mad. And um, you know I'm gonna to touch on it. So lockdown, talk talk for me what, what it's been like to work as a teacher. Why in lockdown?
2: i think everybody thinks that it's easy you know Mm. (laughs) they're like oh you get to chill at home you're not doing nothing and i'm like big man (laughs) (laughs) big man bad girl i'm doing triple the work Mm. you get me so i'm I'm at my laptop from from i wake up till the end of the school day sometimes even further Mm. and sometimes even beyond Mm. that um but it's been a lot still because you're constantly replying to emails, you're constantly having to mark work, constantly having to record your lessons and do all of those things. Mm. So it's it's a lot easier um, and a lot more effective and efficient, I believe, to be in the actual building. Yeah.
1: 100%. So so when you like record the lessons, is that, so you literally have like a, you, you video yourself and you, you do our lesson, is, is that how that works?
2: Nah, so how we've been doing it, my school, every school might be, other schools have been maybe doing it different, but how we do it is that we um, put the PowerPoint together, and we would like record ourselves as if we were actually teaching the actual lesson. Um, you get me in person, and then just upload the recording, the PowerPoint, the worksheet, and then get them to do it.
1: And they would then, from that, submit the work, and then you can get it from the portal and mark it and give it back.
2: To it. Hopefully, because I looked at some of them, and I
1: had, <laughs> I have a class of twenty-two. Why did only five
2: hand in work? And I was like, no, no, baby, that's not, that's not okay. <laughs> 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 so that is not okay. What you're supposed to do is message me and say, um, "Good afternoon, Mr. Robertson. I hope you're okay. Uh, today, I won't be able to complete the work. Not, not writing in the subject box. Oh, I don't get it." Oh, I can't do it. No.
1: Bro. No. <laughs> they're
2: cheeky with it, you know.
1: That is mad. That's <laughs> mad. That is mad. So, so is, I'm assuming that, that what are, we, we, the the work that they're giving, the written work that they're giving, what is it that you would provide them? What is it that they do in <clears> regards <throat> to written Because people just think drama is, when you go to you go to school, though, especially the older enough, they do drama, act, and then you know, <laughs> what, what written work do they have to do as well?
2: Very, very <laughs> cheeky of people to think that. Yo, we, it's like, you have to give them the background knowledge, you get yeah, me, yeah. so, even though we're saying, yeah, we, we're doing all these plays, and we're going to be acting and stuff, before we even get to that, we have to give them, like, the, the theory part of it, yeah, so, man. why was it created, who created it, what's the importance of it, you get me, um, what are these different elements to it, and so, a lot of people think, yeah, you're right. Oh, we're just going to start acting and, and prancing around the class. And I'm like, nah, it's not even that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to give them the, the knowledge in order for them to really understand how to actually do the acting and all that stuff. Mm, no, it's it's interesting, though.
1: That's cool. And, and, and just shifting back and slightly out of order, but shifting back to the beginning, you said you, you, um, you, mentioned you worked in a crew, which I believe is a 2 referral unit, which I yeah. believe that's those who have as you said experienced life a bit earlier than others um talk to me what it was like working in in, in in the proof
2: yo that 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 was a lot you know i think that was the first place i ever went to and i was like children actually speak to big people like this <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. Bro, I went in there and I was like, if even me as a big twenty-something-year-old man, my mom would lick me upside my head if I even like looked at her funny. These Absolutely. kids, effing and blinding yeah. and all those things there, and I was like, I was in the I was in the most shock of my life. But then, the, as the time went on and I was continuing there, um, and like you start to get to know them and read their stories and meet, you know, the people that are in their circles, mm-hmm. you like, okay, this actually kind of makes sense, um. But yeah that, yeah, that was a lot, man. You have to be, have to be so comfortable in yourself and so strong willed um, and so willing to, to help, to work in that. Otherwise, the kids are going to tear you apart. And if they tell you that your head's too big, you're going to be going home barling every day about it, <laughs> trying to look for <laughs> surgery about how can I um, reduce the size of my head. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 no, you am not surprised, you know. Kids these days are bearing. It's a lot, man. I'm like, yo, you guys are lot- too much
1: that's mm. mad that's mad and, and what what would you say in in that environment was your most challenging child or challenging situation that you that you had to do that you had to really step out yourself and think you know what right let, far right, let me just <laughs> let me just gather let me just gather my thoughts for this one
2: yeah I, you know i think mm. it wasn't even the swearing or that or like telling me that my father was big or my nose was crooked you get me because right. i became i became comfortable with those things so those things are minor to me now but it was like being spat on
1: Mm.
2: and i was like okay you um need. yo bro i was like are, are you wow. really gonna um spit on my 40 pound shirt that i wore <laughs> and i was like no 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 let me just go into the staff room debbie you take this um and let, let me just step back but yeah it was definitely it wasn't even like the kicking or the, the punching and that it was like the spitting and i was like mm. absolutely not we're not gonna do that over here mm.
1: And 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 with a with a child like that, how do you, how would you know the stuff combat a situation or well, not even combat? How would that child then develop? Because when you're spitting on people, and I'm assuming that the the brother or the sisters throwing at, you know temper tantrums left, right, and center. How do you take that child and and try and? nurture them in the way of a kind of a model student how does that work what's the cycle like what's the process like
2: why sometimes um you just have to keep going man and just hope Mm. and hope that just one day it clicks um Mm. and that the people actually around you are on the same mission you get me? because Mm. sometimes like you could be putting in so much work and then that one person comes in and can just undo everything that you've been doing with that one child and so that consistency Mm. is important um, but sometimes life happens to them and you're like, oh, okay, so this is what it's going to take um, because no amount of talking no or restraints or, you know, exclusions is, is going to help the situation um, and so sometimes life just shows them like, okay, boom, I need to like rethink what I'm doing hmm.
1: just Yeah, and, and with, with, with those that are in a crew, I'm, I'm assuming they've either been excluded from school or you know, what, what child qualifies to, to go and approve if that's
2: the, the word you use yeah i think usually they're, they're referred or that's their like um one of their their last choices so to speak okay. um you know because because their their, their current school um can't 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 do anything they feel like they can't do anything anymore like they they're like i've tried everything in the book i've tried interventions um you know I've tried meetings I've tried report cards I've tried positive praise and all of those things and and so they need to leave um and so the people referral unit um would be the place that they see most fit for them to be in um but also sometimes it goes hand in hand because sometimes you know it is appropriate for them to be there um but sometimes it's not I remember I was working with some boy that was at the school and I was like oh am how come you're here and he was like he must have said something or someone was troubling him and he said something and they were like oh i'm excluding you and then that was it and i was like that's actually mad like you shouldn't you shouldn't even be in here Mm -hmm. that little boy actually taught me what onomatopoeia was you think i even knew what that was before he came this was a primary school you you know (laughs) (laughs) that boy was intelligent you know
1: that's mad that's mad. And do you think in that in that sense, the system or the education, the education system sells a lot of our kids short?
2: I think it can do. Um, I think if they're not being um, open and transparent about um, the, the child, then they can definitely just build up a case without, you know, anybody really knowing. What's really going on? Um, because they're not really liaising with anybody else, and be like, oh yeah, yeah, we've tried everything, and you know, this is the last straw that they need to they need to leave kind of thing. Mm. Whereas, I'm I'm yeah. always the av- I'm a advocate to be like, yo, make sure you're going in as the parent or the carer or the auntie, whoever it is that's looking after the the child, to go in, and to see what you can do, to to see um what interventions are in place, you know, just. Just to see yeah. what, what's going on, be a part of the journey, you get me, and, and yeah. stay informed. Otherwise, they can just hit you and slap bang and say, yeah, we're permanently excluding. And in your mind, you're like, whoa, where did this come from? And it's, it, it looks like it's come from nowhere yeah. because you, you haven't played the active role, you
0: get me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mad. Mm. Good point. Mad.
1: And with, because I'm assuming when you're there, you, you have to liaise quite closely with the parents. How is how, that? Because, you know, your kids coming to school and spitting on people. That was my kid. I'd be busting him up. So t- how, how, how <laughs> do you behave with the parents in that sense?
2: So, yo, bro, sometimes, yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to tell your parents. And then, you know, they're like, I don't care. Um, mm. And you're like, what? You don't care. And then when you talk to the parent and the per- and yeah, when you talk to the parent, you're like, okay, now I see why you don't care. Because the parent doesn't care. And the parent's like, yeah oh well you know we had a bad morning you know give me a hug let's go and you're like <laughs> you're like this person nice. just spat on me bro that's nuts you know like i couldn't even i couldn't even like suck my teeth at the teacher without me calling my mom and my mom saying like yo what are you doing to fire like fix up you get me right. but these sometimes these parents enable they- mm-hmm these kids um and they don't Mm -hmm. really hold them accountable and you know whether it's because they feel sorry for them or they're scared of them or they just don't feel like what they did was wrong who's who's to know um Mm -hmm. unless you speak to them because (laughs) it varies i remember one time yeah um one of the one of the aunts were like picking up um their nephew and like he was um you know having a moment um and like he was going off, like kicking everybody, kicking up the um, doors and crying and, and all of that. Um and so we we, we we had to restrain him. And then she was like, Don't touch him, what are you doing? Trying to fight us and we were like, yo, okay. I said, um, okay, you take him and just leave. Um <laughs> But I was like, you know that we are we know that we are trained to do so. You know that yeah, we, yeah. you know that you didn't have to like sign a form to say that you you don't um don't mind, yeah. yeah, you don't mind that we're doing this. Mm. I was like, Take your ass out of here, yeah. girl.
1: Mm. <laughs> do, 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 and do you think the kids that behave like that? I think it, is, do you wouldn't say it's difficult because if the parents are you know at home, you know letting them <clears throat> rock around and go on with themselves, and they come to school and then they're given structure and they're given you know boundaries and they're given rules and regulations to them you know, abide by. Do you not think for the child that's just confusing? I thought and maybe that's why they continue? to become even more challenging than they already
2: are a hundred percent and i think that's why i was Mm. talking about like having Mm -hmm. that consistency or making sure that you're all on the same page because the amount of work that you could be putting in it, it it can be it can be discouraging when somebody comes in and you know doesn't doesn't have the same um the same focus or the same the same end goal as you for that child you get me you could be putting in all the work you get me having the conversations every day, making sure that they're okay, you know, disciplining them, doing everything that you think you know is, is, is making change, and you can see the change sometimes. And then it just takes that one person to come in and undo all the work. Mm. That's
1: mad, that's actually really
2: mad. A, it's, it's, it's annoying. <laughs> It's fu- you know, it's, it's really frustrating because you're like, <laughs> mm. there's so much better for this for this young person and, mm. and you don't even see it. Like, you're so comfortable in this that like, you don't even see that you're not doing yourself any justice. Neither are you doing the young person any justice. Yeah. You're actually causing them more harm. Mm.
1: Yes, man. I, feel like in, I feel like it's important when, when you, know, you have a child, it's really important that you are also being a teacher and a, a motivator. For them because you need ultimately you need to work with the schools 100 you know, percent for that for that child to be called the best individual that they possibly can um facts and it, it's mad it's actually mad and so moving on a slightly away from the teaching we're going to talk about so in, in the media you know we've heard about mega mark we've heard about the other you know, racist accusations etc as a black man working in the education system have you ever have, have you ever faced any um comments any people acting you know a way towards you talk to me your experience as a black man working in the education
2: field. yeah like i i don't think i've ever really been anywhere that i have ex- in the workplace anyway that i have experienced um overt racism Mm-hmm. or didn't recognize it as soon as it was happening um sometimes years later i'd recognized mm-hmm. it i'd be like oh mad that actually happened mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah bro and you just yeah, like yeah. how did i allow that to slide um and it's all only... yeah man <laughs> yeah i've been there <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, oh, mad i should yo <laughs> only had i known i would have addressed that accordingly you get me um but oh, yeah. I think my most recent um, experience or one of my most recent experiences of racism is that um, I remember one time it was um, it was parents' evening, but it was happening during the day. So parents were coming in um, and I was in the room. Um, and then some somebody in my department came in and was talking to me um, and the other lady who, who I was with. And it was just like chopping up as we usually do. And the lady who came in, came in Mm. with her friend now this brother don't doesn't like me (laughs) don't know don't know why he don't speak to me when i'm in a room you know he doesn't acknowledge me um i'm saying hello goodbye how are you doing you know he's giving me the minimum um and so he's coming now me and me and the lady are are talking or whatever and he's like oh you scare me i'm like me i scare you you? i said oh why he said oh you fit the stereotype Wow. I said, I wow. said, whoa, whoa, careful, careful. And then I said, what, what do you even mean by that? He was like, oh, um, it's it's your teeth. I said, and then he turned the light off, turned the light on, turned the light off again, turn it back on, and was like, Oh, I can't see you unless you're smiling.
0: Uh... Oh no. Wait, I'm, I'm wait. sorry, what <laughs> oh. No is, way, for him. bro. Man, to give an example that, that, as well, that, you know, that's that, I, dead.
1: I don't think that that's. Just, I, I've got no words, <laughs> bro.
2: I was like, I, I had to sit there and I was just like, it didn't. I was like, what? But the the first when he said to me that I fit a stereotype, that didn't register to me. You get me? Mm. That didn't. That didn't register to me. And then I was like, oh, whatever. And then he, he he did that, and I sat there and I was like, no way, Jose. Did he really just say this? Because nobody said anything, you know.
1: Mm. Are the people, other people in the room? Not a
2: word, bro. No. Didn't say anything. And I was like mad. And then I had to leave. I left the room to go look my bedroom. And I was just like, kind, to, kind of unpacking it. And I was like, this, this is what just happened. And then that, when I was telling them the story, that's when, um, that's when he said I fit a stereotype. That's when it hit me. And then I was like, I can't believe he just turned the light um, off and on twice. And then say, he can't see me unless the lights are off. So I was, like, mad. So I was adamant. I was like, I'm making a complaint or whatever. So bad. then I went back to the room and that. The lady mm-hmm. still didn't say nothing to me. He didn't ask me if I was okay or none of that. So then he's come out of nowhere. And then mm-hmm. he was like, oh, um, I'm so sorry. Um, sometimes I speak without thinking. And I was, in my mind, I was like, yo, get out of here before bu- Yo.
0: <laughs> you get yeah. me? And then yeah, I was man, like, yeah, cool. Course,
2: course. And then um, put my complaint in or whatever. And, like, really, honestly, nothing, nothing happened.
1: Nothing
2: at all? Nothing happened. Like, Go they, they, they um, took my account of things or whatever, but not, nothing happened.
0: So this, this, this... Not nothing, not nah, bro. Continuity I, I like, saw killing him, off.
2: you know, today, <laughs> and we walked through the same door. <laughs> nothing happened.
1: And
2: this is, and no, cheap, yeah, bro. And that was my thing, you know. I was like, if he's able to say this to me as a big man in a room full of other people... Then what is he saying to these to these these students who are younger than are younger than me, who was in the classroom with alone, and who look like me? You, you get me. And even in then I was battling like, it's oh, true. should I make a complaint? I don't want to be that person, you know, that makes a complaint or to cause anything between mm-hmm. anyone. And I was thinking, how much more have the youths yeah. been like that? Like, oh, I don't know if I wanna say anything or am I gonna be believed? You know what, no one's gonna believe me and that. But yeah. I was like, yo, I can't believe that has happened.
0: That's actually,
1: you
0: know, that was my maddest experience of racism ever. That is insane, man. And it's these microaggressions that you see that yeah. these guys genuinely have. Like, you know what I mean? Genuinely have them. And that, t- that tells you a lot about how they Facts. think in, behind closed doors. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And the worrying things, in, you know... Similar to what I just said, he is going into lessons and he's teaching people that look like him, and it's like, what is he actually saying to these kids that they that some they something they may cluck on, some may not cluck on, like or some of us, you know we'll be late mm-hmm. at home chilling, you never think, rah, Mr. Someone's just rah rah just randomly <laughs> still, and I don't even don't even differently, yeah. bro, and, it, and it, it's crazy because that would impact them, you know. As, as they grow up, they, they don't want to speak out yeah. because, you know, I feel like they're lying or they don't want to do this because people don't want to look at them seriously or take them seriously. It's mm. it's it, it actually, and it's literally basically what's happening to in the media at the moment. Like, when Meghan Mark said, oh, she felt like she was committed to, like, people go, I don't believe her. But if, you know, if this was, you know, a Caucasian woman saying that, she'd be like, right, let's take this seriously. It's facts. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's, but yeah. the way you just facts. said it now, it's it, it stems back from school and why people don't want to yeah. speak out and then when they do speak out they want to tell them oh you're you here crying wolf well nah
2: man <laughs> yeah bro and it's like how can you even it's like true. if somebody's saying this if someone's bringing this issue to you i was saying this was this was their experience yeah or not even what they, yeah, that's what they experienced or whatever. Because an experience is different to a feeling, and it, and a feeling still needs to be acknowledged. you get me? But if someone's experienced something, then that means that it has happened to them. So how dare somebody dismiss that? You get me. It it should be acknowledged and it should be dealt with. You know, it with the with the utmost care. Yeah. Um. You get me. And and so so appropriately that the person feels so safe. Because even after all of that, all of that happened. Oh, now nobody's checked to see if I'm okay. Or you know, like oh, Farah, how are you? How are you getting on? Oh, okay. Like a follow up, nothing other than my, other than my brethren.
0: Uh, are you actually okay, though? like how do you feel? Like it, it only
2: bothers me, like, yeah, you. because I I I feel like nothing was done about it, and you know, mm. it was like mm. oh yeah, we we've, yeah. we've done the formalities, but then I just also my biggest thing is like I can't believe he's still here teaching these kids who look like me alone Mm -hmm. you get me and so how many people has he said this to Mm. but yeah like it it, it don't it don't affect me on the everyday kind of thing but it just makes me think like this is actually Mm. mad that yeah that this is even allowed to it feels like it's allowed to happen
0: Mm. yeah because for yourself it's like you've ended up you you'd probably know however i've experienced racism before you get me so Certain things aren't going to madly, really upset you because you just know what people could be like. But for kids who are so young, for them, it's like if they, is this guy, this teacher now like marking mm-hmm. their papers correctly, fairly, um, is treating them fairly in class kind of thing. Our kids are getting sent out of his class that look like us because he's like, you know, I don't even want to see you yeah. here kind of thing. Like for small things, you know that what
2: I mean? But like, well, like, I also think piece. like you said, you know, we, we can be like, oh yeah, we know how it goes. And sometimes that can be problematic. You get me? Because it's like, oh, yeah, you know what, this, this happens. Yeah. Um, but sometimes but it's, it, it shouldn't happen. You get me? And, but then it, it, it takes such a that's correct, it takes such right. a strength to be like, yo, actually, I need to report this because look how many times things have probably happened to us and we're like, yeah, you know what, we don't want to be seen as the problem because they already don't like us because of the way that we look. You get me? Why well, it's yes. hard, man, because yes, sometimes you true. want to, but yeah. you, just, you just can't or you don't feel empowered
0: to. No, of course. Mm. Yeah,
1: no, that, that is the thing though, isn't it? it? it's it's like this this vicious cycle that goes round and round and round and round just in, in, in circles. I'm I'm just still baffled that. Okay, that happened. But like the fact that I'm assuming you went to HR all of that. And that one person so this is a school This is, Ooh, this this is not no a private company and I got well, look at HR division and one man that's you know just got got you know, you know, look at the course. This is like a, a this is like a school system with a, a proper HR department, you know, that and not one thing was done. I, I, you, you mentioned that there probably be not one conversation hand. That to me is mm. the more That's my think think, How mad? Like <laughs> you cannot get more no more official than the, more or less the school system. You know what I mean? Like that that is you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. you think it should be done prop everyone has their dbs check then this 99 to their qualification you would assume that if that was to happen within a school setting whether that be to you know to a child or to a teacher that situation would be properly explored and investigated yeah but it wasn't
2: it was you know we you know what i felt yeah. like and that's what i felt like is that you know they they did the investigation and the interviews and all of those things and to me it just felt like a formality um and, you know, yeah, I yeah. felt like it, it felt like a formality to me also because nobody, nobody checked upon me and asked me if I was okay. Yeah. And nobody told me the outcome. You get me? It was me yeah. that was doing the chasing, saying, what's going on, what's going on, what's going on? And nobody was really checking in with me.
0: Yeah. That's mad. Not even
1: an apology.
2: Other than that little half ass one he did because people were in the room and he thought, oh, what's going to happen?
1: Yeah. That's mad. That's actually so wild. Man. Turns off the light. Turns under. Bro. Light. Okay. Okay. Do it one time. Then he turns off the light again, and he turns back under the light and goes, "I can see your teeth."
2: Absolutely disrespectful. And you know what? I, I was
1: what? And yeah. I was saying. And I was actually
2: saying. You know what? I, I could give. I could have gave him the benefit of the doubt when he said I fit a stereotype. You get me? Like sometimes people just say stuff and. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe they're just ignorant to it and we can educate them after. But the fact that you thought about flicking on and off the light (laughs) four times in total, what the actual
1: hell. That's that's not okay. Yeah, you're
0: right.
1: Because it's like he wanted to... Solidify the fact he was talking about your race because ultimately in, in stereotypes doesn't necessarily have to mean race. You could have mean you look like I don't know, a model or you look like an Instagram person or you look like this, you look like that. It could have mean anything in regards to stereotype. Mm-hmm. But a man yeah. solidified his fact, not his fact, but he solidified his statement by switching on and off the line and goes look I can see it. Disrespect. That's like he pers- he literally wanted to make you know that I'm actually talking about your race. Yeah. I'm actually talking about the colour of your skin. That's mad to me.
2: Mm, and the fact, I don't even, then it that's was mad, awesome. yeah, because I'd never spoke to him, so I was like, how how dare you even feel comfortable enough to say that to me? Like, that's mad. Yeah, absolutely,
1: livid. I'm, just, I'm I'm literally really crazy. about that, to be fair. <laughs> and it just scares me that, you know, our children have to grow up potentially in that, in that, in that system with people who may, may be like that
2: hundred percent
1: it's like what, what, yeah. what are we gonna have to combat as parents and,
2: and that makes me that that was, that's what makes me do the extra work when i'm at school and i'm like yo yeah. if you need a refuge come to me or something's bothering you come speak to me you get me um and trying to show them I, you know you know i can i can teach them you know all the theories of of you know the practitioners and the subjects and all of those things i can teach them how to write a, a, a well-informed letter mm-hmm. but but what's most important out here in mm-hmm. in this world is how to navigate. You get man, if you don't if you don't know how to speak to people or deal with people yeah. or how to really, you know, if somebody was to say something racist to them, um, instead of them like popping off and and getting and getting physical or whatever, what would be the most? I'm trying to teach them what would be the most appropriate way to do so. Because you, know, I can't lie, if I wasn't in school, yeah, at that time. Or it, it didn't it didn't hit me as slow as it did. I probably would have punched him in his face.
1: Absolutely.
2: And I was like, you couldn't say that to me outside yeah. of this school because you know, mm-hmm. teacher or no teacher, I would I would have set it off. Mm-hmm. But like, big man, yeah, you be careful because I'm not the one.
0: Yeah.
2: But maza.
0: That is crazy, though, man. So obviously, went through all that, and obviously he's still teaching now which is nuts man but obviously like i feel like you definitely have set an example for like even myself to actually yeah. go and make the complaint um in the first place because sometimes it's like we do a lot of us generally do think and i can't i don't i can't even think about how many people probably do think oh you know what i'm not going to complain because i don't want to be seen as that as that black person mm. the loud black person that's going to cause problems and at work you get me but you you know what i mean i respect you still for like for actually going ahead and Doing it and chasing yeah, it as well, yeah. it's not easy to want to chase things up, you know what I mean? So it's mad, it is crazy, though. It's mad, that's
1: mad. That's mad. and I it feel is like, nuts,
0: um, yeah. I've always
1: said this I feel like it's important that as, as kind of our children and, and the generation probably below us really strive for positions where they're able to make change 100%. Um, so whether that's being a nurse, as it being a teacher, being a lawyer, a barrister, you know, that that can really. Implement change, you know. Mm. You know, over the past what twelve months, we've had, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, we've had it, hard, you know what I mean? We've had it a little rough over the past few months, mm. and I feel like, you know, I, I don't have necessarily have the solution. Yeah. Uh, you know, outside of prayer, I don't really have the solution. So, the only thing that I can think of is 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 that our our, our kids and and the generation below below that really try to aim for positions that are really going to affect you yeah. like yourself being a teacher who can say you know what i can see someone i can clearly see someone's not doing it wrong. doing it doing it wrong they they they've, they've spoke to me in this way and it, it doesn't i know i'm 99% sure that they would have done that in some which way shape or form to a student or students that they've taught in in the past present and will continue to do in future as he wasn't recommended as it should be so i feel like the way that we can implement change is, is, is by going into those positions that can affect it, positions of power, and we, we can teach the children stuff. You know, you're a drama teacher, but there's so much other stuff you can teach them within that, you know, subject that will help them to go on. Confidence, you know, all of that. Um, it's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like for us as, as a generation and the blowers, I just really employ them and them to, to get jobs that can really help the youth, man, because it's not
2: easy (laughs) facts yo it's it's sometimes yeah you want to you want to get into a space and and occupy that space um you know for these for these particular things but sometimes it goes beyond just occupying it but curating it so making sure that there's somebody that looks like us who is doing the work who's in that position consistently you get me so it's not just a oh yeah this is a tick marks thing and you know we're gonna you're gonna be the head of diversity but nothing ain't happening or we're just putting you in that position and giving you the title but you're not we're not actually allowing you to do the work
1: mm. no it makes sense and and that consistent yeah. thing is is my especially mine my new matter for the year this year like to be consistent in everything that we yeah. do yeah, is mad like and, and and kids pick up on Literally. your consistency like if you're consistent they'll they will begin to start yeah. trusting you and to tell you certain things that you're able to help them with but kids will kind of pick up on also the inconsistency of someone oh, I am going to come here I going to do this for you and you don't deliver or I'm going to set this program up so I can help you and you don't Facts. do it I mean, kids pick up on that and it's just like and it affects them in their life because they just don't really trust people and then it just it, 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 and then when they do trust people it's the wrong person Mad. so
2: so true, bro.
1: Yes, man. But far, off, we're running out of time, so again, close, thank you so much for coming on. Um, anytime, and, and really appreciate talking it, man. Really talking to us about the education system you know, what it's like to be a teacher, lockdown, you know, racism in in the workplace. Like, it's not just you know, you know, everybody's is facing it, so you know, we really appreciate that. So, plug yourself, so let them, the guys know, Instagram, you know. Um
2: Facebook or what what what, what social media that you have so they can Yeah find... you, well I'm I'm my, I'm mainly on um Instagram so you can find me at doozy nugget yeah <laughs> so D Nugget like the chicken from McDonald's <laughs> <laughs> mad, mad mad you also you also do like and, and, and I'll see you from your your um Instagram page
1: you're like a motivational um Motivation on yeah. um, um, post as well. So off topic here, give us give us give us one for this week for the listeners.
2: Okay, so boom. Um, that's what I want. That's what I want to share. I want to share that it doesn't matter how other people perceive you. Yeah, but it, it, you have to get to a place where you're comfortable with every flaw that you have. And so when somebody tries to tear you down with that, you can turn that mm. and spin it on its head and say, well, actually, I know that how I'm made is the way that I'm supposed to. Ain't nobody can do it better than me. Yeah. Um, and so just yeah. having that confidence within yourself to say, you know what, I am everything that I'm supposed to be and that whatever it is that I want to do and need to do, I'm able to do that.
1: You, pause, you do probably. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> now again, thanks again to Paolo. You know we appreciate you. coming that. Down. Um, and really chatting to us and and listening, um, and us listening to you as well. Ruben, anything to add?
0: No, yeah, man, it's been a really good chat. Obviously, um, as I said before, like we usually shout out a brand of some sort on every episode. Um, this week, obviously, we're just going to quickly talk about uh. So Precious Photography before we close. Um, obviously, that's by a girl called Precious um, from Birmingham who does photography for different events like weddings, christenings, birthdays, that kind of thing. Um, obviously, a lot of like religious events like church events as well. You can find her doing stuff like that. Um, and obviously, yeah, she's relatively um, easy. You can get around anywhere. So if you need her somewhere like London, Birmingham, Manchester, she's part of her, and you can find her. Um and her Instagram is genuinely uh Soul Precious Photography um with an underscore as well. So you can find her on Instagram and obviously yeah, go for name Until um, next time. Peace. Peace. Peace out.